0: i and gentlemen, good evening, dear friends. Welcome to another edition of Jesus is the Answer with Kathy Eka Jingum. I am an ambassador of Christ Jesus and I am your host. You are welcome. How are you all doing? Hope you'll find it Sunday and it's Thanksgiving service. We thank God for life. We thank our Father that we are here. It's a pleasure and a thing of joy to always come into God's presence, to worship with you all. And to you all who always listen, may God bless you. Thank you for always listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for inviting someone to listen to the message. Because it's not Kathy who is here, but the Spirit of God speaks through me. I'm just a vessel he is using. He could have used anyone, right? So we give him all the glory. We give him praise, thanks, and adoration. So as you all know, it's Thanksgiving service. But before we dive into the message we just have to welcome our father because we can't do this without him i have no power of my own so we have to welcome holy spirit we have to welcome jesus we have to welcome jehovah we have to welcome yahweh elohim the great i am that i am the creator of the universe that's who he is he is our abba father yes father we worship you we adore you we welcome you. We welcome you, Father. Father, we commit this service into your hands as we worship, Lord. That may you take over this service. Less of me and more of you. Speak through me, O Father, Lord. Take over me, Lord. You should be heard and be seen and not me, Lord. Speak, Lord, to so your name will be glorified. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Yahweh. Let me descend so you can increase. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Father. Oh, my body is shaking inside. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. I can feel your presence. You are welcome. Take over me, Lord Jesus. Take over me, Yahweh. In Jesus' mighty name of prayed. Amen. Let's just worship our Father. He loves worship. Father, we adore you. We praise your holy name. We give you all praise and adoration. You are a good, good Father. We worship you, Father. Father, I adore you. I adore you, Yahweh. I love you, Father. I love you for loving me. I love you for all that you do for me. I Thank you, Father, for your care and protection. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for taking care of me. Thank you for blessing me. Thank you, Father, for all you do. Even the things that I didn't ask. Thank you for always watching over me. Thank you for always keeping me safe. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your protection. Thank you for a gift of life. I don't take it for granted, Father. Thank you for all you have given me. Thank you for the gift of children. Thank you for a home, for a husband. Thank you for making me a wife and a mother. For making me a daughter, a sister, a friend. Thank you, Father, for the people you have put in my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for choosing me to do your work. It's a privilege. I always say I'm not worthy. I always ask myself, I say, who am I? But you shunned me last time. You should have to stop saying it, Father. I am sorry if I keep asking it. Because who am I that you have so much concern for? That you care so much about? Father, I thank you. If not of you, I would have been dead and gone, because that's all the enemy wants. People of God, just begin to thank God. Reflect of your life. I beg of you, let us not ask for anything today. Let's just thank Father. Let's thank Him for always being there for us, for taking care of us. Father, thank you. Thank you for food. Thank you for giving us appetite. There are many people who are out there, they want to eat, but they can't. They don't have appetite. But you have blessed us with food. You've given us appetite. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. It's only by your grace that we are here today. We are not worthy to be here. We are not worthy. Father, thank you. Thank you for forgiving us. Thank you for dying on the cross. Even before our parents were born, before our great-great-grandparents were born, you died to set us free. Father, thank you. Thank you for all the challenges that we have been faced with every day. Thank you because you got us. You always see us through. Thank you, Lord. I remember one time you asked me, Have I ever abandoned you? No. Know, but I'm sorry for complaining. I am sorry. You've never abandoned me. I am sorry. I am so sorry, Father. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Father. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the times that I grumbled. For the times I complained. For the times I say why me. For the times I knock. Father, I'm sorry. Have mercy on me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If not of you, I would have been long dead and gone. But you saved my life. But I'm sorry. All I have to say is thank you and forgive me. Forgive me, Lord. With a grateful heart, I come this afternoon to appreciate you, Father. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you. Oh, my God. I was just thanking God. and I, I can't stop crying. Just thinking of His love. God is just so loving. He's so kind. Just think of your life. There have been moments where there was just no way. When you knew that was it, you had talked like it's over for you. But somehow God came through. Somehow you came out of that situation. And you're like, it's only God. At times we say we don't even mean it. And we don't even know that for real it's God. We just say it because we want to impress people. We want people to know that we know God or we, we trust him. No, it's not because we trust him that much. It's not because we believe in him. It's because we want to impress people. That's why we always say it's God or something will happen and you, you survive it. And people ask like like, I don't know my sister, my brother. This can only be God. I give God that. Do you really thank God? Do you really? Really, really appreciate God. Do we really appreciate Him the way we ought to? Today's Thanksgiving service. It's not always for us to come. It's not all the time that we'll come here and ask. Today. We are not asking today. We are only thanking God. I want you all, as you are listening to me, reflect there were moments you were sick even the doctors have given hope if not you directly even a member of your family was sick there were moments you people did not have food but somehow somebody brought food you never went to bed on an empty stomach there were moments you didn't have money to pay to go through school your parents did not have money to send you to school but somehow they will negotiate with the head teacher with the principals and they will allow you to sit for that exam and God will make way they will pay the fee later Somehow you were sick. there was no money to buy the proper medication or to take you to the hospital for the proper head care to be conducted on you or checked, whatever you call them. but somehow miraculously God healed you. Somehow you got healed. There were days you were sleeping, the enemy came fighting to strangle you, but he put his angels, the angels stood guard the enemies could not even come anywhere close to you. The enemy did not come anywhere close to you. God saved you. God saved you. I remember an incident last year, this year, January. Was it January, February? There about January, February. Except that I go into my message and I will know precisely when that happened. It was during lockdown. I was at work with just one small girl and this girl was about four. She was four then. And from nowhere, I felt like they were strangulating me spiritually, my neck, like somebody was pressing my neck. I had a shawl on because it was winter period, it was cold. I was like, my shawl is not so tight. I took it off, but I felt like somebody was trying to strangulate me. I could not wait for school to close. I stood up, I did not see it. I was moving back and forward. I was just praying, covering myself with the blood of Jesus God being so kind, this child, the mother came and picked her up 30 minutes before the normal closing time. I closed up the school, I ran, I came home, I told my kids, as I'm going to pray nobody should disturb me. I went into the room, Apostle Belemah Billy has a, uh, an audio that she did, 40, uh, 40 minutes, uh, 40, what's the title? It's titled, I think... Um, something like to cast 40 demons or something she named about 40 or over 40 demons in that video that she was naming them and just casting them out and i played that video i fell about twice or three times i listened to it it's maybe about an hour or so long i listened to it and kept to the instructions she was singing i was singing she said put your hand on your forehead i followed the instruction and i felt and i got delivered this can only be God. I didn't go to any medicine man. I didn't take any. Uh, I didn't go to any voodoo priest. It is the word of God. It is by the name of Jesus that I was delivered. That's so why I keep saying that if not of God, God there is power in the name of Jesus. Hold on to God. Don't deviate, people of God. No matter the situation, hold on to God. Uh, That thing left and left for good. I felt like somebody was pressing my neck. There are battles that God fight for us. He allowed me to feel that so I can testify today to you people. God allow me to feel that one or to witness that one so I can testify. There are many unseen battles that God keep fighting we don't see. That's why we should appreciate him more we should thank him not only because of the things you see the physical things that job you wanted he granted your heart desire that money that contract he came through for you No, there are spiritual battles that God keep fighting <clears throat> oh he i want he once showed me a dream months back or probably a year or two ago i was walking with my daughter in that dream it's like we're somewhere and i told her say gavi let's go we stood up to walk it's like something was not right there and i told her say let's go as we stood up we're going somebody was throwing something at me that was the enemy throwing an arrow at me and there was this big angel behind me he would fly and before the thing would even touch me or before it would land on the ground he would use like he would just scatter it and you see this thing will come you know like when they the shooting what's it called um shooting stars you know how they will they will explode in the air and those stars will come out and they will scatter and go to different direction that's how those things will scatter each time they will throw one this angel will just fly above me and it will hit it and will scatter at one time they throw one it touched my ankle i just wipe it and nothing happened and i walked i walked away then i woke up i was like wow Father, this is the battle you keep fighting for us. Even as I'm preaching right now, we don't know the arrows the enemy is shooting. But God keeps preventing us from us being hurt. Even you as you are listening to me. You might be driving in your car. The enemy is plotting an accident. But God keep preventing you. God is always busy. He neither sleeps nor slumber. So we should thank him and stay in his presence. If you have accepted Christ Jesus, remain in his presence. Make him your personal Lord and Savior. I know it might be difficult. At times you might be with a situation. You ask questions. It's okay to ask those questions. When you cry, pick up yourself. Like I was asking him a question. It was when... I was down in one of those moments that I went to my room praying and crying. And I was asking, I said, Father, why are you not asking this particular prayer request? And he said, have I ever abandoned you? I said, no, Father. Because he knew why he has not answered that one. He knows, like, if I answer this, this will happen. He is the best planner. He knows what he does, what he's doing. So he will plan everything and everything will fall in place just on time. At the right time and at the right place. The only thing I'm begging you today is never you doubt the existence of God. And don't go back to your old ways. When the going gets tough, don't say, no, while I was in the world, well, it was easy for me. When I'm having difficulties, I meet these people, those people you have separated from. Don't go back. Go on your knees and ask God. God will lay it in the heart of somebody to help you. God will make way for you. He is a way maker. Nobody can do this. I remember when I came to Europe some 16 years ago and my senior brother was here then. He was living in southern Germany. So I was at his place and the wife took me, went to visit a friend. And in that building, um, then people were not many, like you have many Cameroonians now around. So the Cameroonian living there, the guy we went to visit was from, was it Sierra Leone or um, Liberia? He was from Liberia. So while we were in his house, he went and told the guy. The guy was living next door. He was like, your Cameroon sister is here. Come and see. In that city where my brother was living, there were very few Cameroonians. And the majority among the few were from the French-speaking side. So Anglophone, there were just, I think, three family. So it was so exciting for this guy to see his Cameroon sister. And then he came. He met us there, greeted. He asked, where am I from? I told him. While we're talking, that boy's name That boy's name is Stanley. I don't know that boy. If I see him today, I bet you I will not know him. I met him once, and that was it. He's not an angel. Before you start thinking, probably he's an angel. No. He was married to a Nigerian girl, yeah, and then they relocated to France because I think they were having some issues. So this boy came to that um, neighbor's house or apartment, whatever, and met us, and we were talking. And while we're talking, this um Liberian guy was talking about his papers and was telling us the difficulties he went through. He was married to a white girl. They said each time that um they will have problems, this man will not like she will wait when it's winter and he was she will send her out of the house. She can't count how many times she slept outside in the cold. So immediately he got his paper, he was like, It's over, he has suffered for his papers, he can't just give his papers like that. So we're just talking. And Stanley said, My sister, he, he addressed me like that. He was uh, talking to me. He said, My sister, you see this woman country, what is so? Like, you see this um, western weather we are. Nobody can help you here. Here, you can't bribe your way. Your brother cannot help you. He said, In this place that we have come, where we are, is only God. He said, Before you left Cameroon, if we're praying once a day, pray three times. I will never forget this. I will never forget this. I don't know his relationship with God then, but that's what he told me. I don't know if, if he was like a deep believer, but I don't think so. But he saw the handwork of God. He told me, he said, yeah, Nobody will help you. It's not like back home. You can always bribe your way, whatever you want. In Africa, it's easy. You bribe your way. You want to get this job, you ask. If you know somebody who is there at the top, you will bribe and bribe. Or somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody, you know. With money, everything is possible back home. So he told me, he "Say yeah, here, it's not like back home. The only person who can help you here is God. Intensify your prayers and your relationship with God. That's all he said. And we started talking about other things and we left i never saw that guy again so i went back to 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 sweden and then when i came back to visit my brother asked my brother's wife he said oh he has not seen him but she learned the move from germany to france with the wife i said okay if i see that boy as i'm telling you people this story today i will not know him i don't know his face but I held on to that word and I intensified my prayer level. Before I left home, I used to pray. I've always loved God. I always loved going to church. It's just that I did not really have like a personal relationship with Jesus. Like to know these things that I know now. I didn't know I was going to church, but I was fornicating. I had boyfriends here and there. But I thought it's okay for me to wake up on Sunday, take my shower, go to church or go for morning prayers. At times I'll even lie that I'm, I, was, I went for morning prayers probably. I went a nightclub of a party or I slept over at a boyfriend's place and I'll come home, I will sneak in and I will lie that I went to for morning prayers using God's name, using church to lie, to cover up my sinful act. I didn't know that it was bad. I didn't know these things, you know, but I kept praying. But one thing I realized and one thing I know for sure was that I was a woman of faith then. I know what when I ask for something, God, I always believe. Like I always have this belief in me. I've always been this person who believed in God. I'm a Catholic. I will pray my rosary. Originally, I'm a Catholic. I will pray my rosary. I believed. I will go to the church. I will pray. And God will always come true for me. While in university in Yaoundé, and I started following up my documents to travel because I came as a student. I started following up my documents. My boyfriend then in the university was also walking out his way. And he told me, bluntly, I know they are going to grant you this admission because you are a man of faith. Because everything, as young as we were, that was his word. Well, how old were we? 21, 23? we are not older than 23. But each time I want to do something... Always committed in God's hand. I always prayed. I remember when I went with this particular boy to the embassy. He applied to go and study in America. They refused him his visa. So we went in the morning session. They told him to come back in the afternoon. While we went back home that morning after his interview, we were seizing. I dreamt that he saw me off at the park, the motor park where I have to take my bus to my to our city. I woke up, I was like, wow, I'm not going to give this guy this visa because that was not our plan. Our plan was when they gave him his visa, we are going to go back together. You know, we'll spend some days there and then we travel back to to, this, to our province or state. You know, we had planned it out already. But I saw myself going back. He sent me off at the motor park or where I have to take the bus to travel to our state I was like, no, they're not going So I woke up. I didn't tell him. I think the appointment was for 2 p.m. or so. Woke up, got dressed, went there, and he came back, his face all fell. So, you know, so like there was, there's always been something about me and God. But I took it for granted because I didn't have guidance. I didn't have anybody to put me through. But there was always something. But I didn't see that way. Now I know better. And there is nothing there, there is nothing in the world. Doing all these things, God has seen us through. Now we know better. We should not go back, because the enemy will just deal with you. The way he will mess you up before you, he will kill you. He will torment you. It's not even about the enemy. It's about your the fear and the love of God that you should have. I don't even bother about the enemy. I always ask, but God, Father, am I okay with you? Forgive me. I don't know. I might have thought about something. I might have done something. You know, forgive me. Have mercy. It's always about me and God. I don't even bother like, oh, what if I sin? What would the enemy do? No. What will God do? It's going to hurt him. So we should fear him and respect him and thank him for everything he has done. And the ones he is still to do, the ones he is doing. Some few days ago, it was Thanksgiving in America. That was Thursday was Thanksgiving. And that Thursday, when I came back from work, Apostle was preaching. And she was saying, we should not ask God for anything, but we should just thank God. God has been so good God is so loving. He's a loving father. So while she was preaching, I just was like, yes, this is why God told me that we should thank him every Wednesdays and Sundays because we don't thank him enough. And it doesn't mean it's only on Wednesday and Sunday. We are doing, here on, we are doing that on this platform. Your own spare time. Even tomorrow, wake up. You might take just 10 minutes to appreciate him. You might be at work. You say, Father, thank you. you. Might be even in the supermarket. I keep telling you for this, there is no particular place that you have to thank God. Carry His presence with you everywhere. You might be even in the toilet. You are. I'm sorry. You might be there, sitting on your toilet, pot doing whatever you are doing. You say, Father, I thank you for my life. Do you know that some people cannot even go to toilet? Who cannot still normal? We have to thank God. I'm telling you, if we start looking at all these little, little things, you will appreciate God. You will learn to appreciate God. You say, Father, I thank you. You can take your bath on your own. People cannot bathe. They have to help them. They have to help them to bathe them. You are there. You go into the shower. You do your things alone. Nobody helps you. And make use of every moment of your life because we don't know what is coming. Make use of it and thank God. Cherish the moment. Time wait for nobody. Don't say, oh, I wish. I wish. I wish. No, that should be the last thing in your mind. If you have listened to me today, people of God, I pray you will learn to appreciate God more. You will learn to thank Him. You will learn to thank Him and appreciate everything He has done for you. Even the ones you didn't ask, the ones you don't even know, the ones you don't know. I just shared you people a testimony. Now, God allows... See, there are things that happen. God will not allow you to see them. He will not allow you to know because it's not the time yet. Since I have this incident, I probably I shared just with my my mother and my sister. I've not shared with any other person and one of my friends um prophetess Ruth I haven't shared with anybody because actually she prayed for me I think a day or some days before this thing happened. it was an attack after she had prayed for me you know so me sharing it here today is to encourage someone. And to let you know that God fights for us. We don't need to see them. We don't need to know. Believe it. Believe it. There are some things that will allow you to witness to go through. Because if you don't even know at times, you can't even appreciate him. But you don't need to, to wait until you experience those things before you can appreciate God. Look around you. And you see others. Oh, you see what people are going through. Do you think you are special than them? Do you think you are more important than those people? God created you, created me. He loves us all equally. In respect of our tribe, of our skin color, of our background, of our culture, our belief, He loves us all. The only problem that God has with us as people is that we should accept as the only I can't call it as a problem but his wish is for everyone to accept Christ Jesus recognize him accept him make him your personal lord and savior those who don't believe that is the cry that's why he has put us out there his children to go and speak preach to others to bring them back home to lead them to Christ because the original plan when God created us was not for people to come and be worshipping other things or serving other gods. Some of them were, were misled, some of them out of ignorance. So you you who has that knowledge now, you is aware. He expects you to tell someone about Christ Jesus. Don't keep it to yourself. Don't keep the good news to yourself. Share it. Okay? Tell somebody about Christ, tell them how he loves them. And that through him, they will go to heaven. It's written in the Bible. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. If they want to argue, they don't want to believe, you saying he's going to just let it go. You will not force anybody to accept him. Because God himself did not force us to accept He's a very, very liberal God. He didn't impose himself on us. He didn't impose... But do your best to tell people about Christ and His love for them. Okay, I love you all with the love of God. I cover you all with, your pre- with the precious blood, blood of Jesus. You're going out and you're coming in. Is blessed, he's secured. You are blessed. You are blessed. May His angels continue to take charge over you. Yes, Lord. Let His blood speak more than every other blood speaks for you. You are blessed. Your week is blessed. Your going out and coming in is blessed. We thank you Yahweh. We thank you Abba Father. We thank you Jehovah. We thank you Lord. It is well with you all. Until we meet again. Go out, spread love, share love. And I love you all. The love of God. Bye bye.